And welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz and G. Wade. Hi. Yo, thank you so much for being here. You just yeah. waved on an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know just, because I'm, it's I'm video I'm, like, as well. Look at myself, man. Look at the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah look at the camera so that way the, the beautiful people out there can see the beautiful people that in here. Yeah. <laughs> but welcome to the show. Uh, your local r- local rapper, local comedian. Sorry, I almost introduced myself. <laughs> I'm a rapper too. I used to rap. He's a rapper too. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let me undersell you. Yeah. You used to rap? I guess that. I used to. I was really good. Yeah, yeah. You had the punchlines down there. Also, did some Christian rap for a minute. Shut up. I can yeah. see that. Now I believe you. For real, I did. I believe you. I, I believe I you. I was finding Jesus in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, rap, and I think I stopped rapping because I started getting too real in my Christian rap. And, and you were yeah. like, maybe these should be this jokes. ain't Christian rap no more. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You this were, sound too. It sound like it sound too real. It yeah. sound like too you, much of real life. A little, little too transparent. Yeah. 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 A little okay. too transparent. Which yeah, yeah. brings me to started. my first topic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. Transparency. <laughs> Um, transparency can be like a really difficult thing. Um, I guess for me, it's something that like I found a lot of comfort in, you know, like I feel like if I show up as my most authentic self, the people who will be attracted to that are going to be the people who are most authentic for me. Yeah. Uh, what, what's your experience been with like being transparent or just people being transparent with you? Um, I think I can't help it, but I think also, um, in certain situations, sometimes it's easier to not be transparent, right? Yeah. And so I think the struggle is when to show up as like your authentic self and like, hey, this is just me. I'm here. Ah." Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when to hold some of that back because it might not be accepted in whatever situation that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I I need to work on that. Right. So (laughs) we got to We have to deal with that as people. Yeah. If we show up as authentic self all the time, we got to know, like, you know what I'm saying? And, And honestly, I think that is the thing that we have to deal with is like. Fuck it. I'm just going to show up as my authentic self every time. Yeah. 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 Every time. So that's and the goal, times, you think? And that's the goal. I yeah. think that's yeah. the, think that's so the ultimate goal. And so now it's like, I'm just, I just, I got to do it. Yeah. And so if I'm mad, I'm mad. If I'm not, I'm not. If I, if I care about what somebody got to say to me, I will listen to it. But if I don't care about it at the time, because maybe I'm in a different mental space. Yeah, you know, yeah, maybe I had a whole day, and I don't want to hear nothing nobody got to say to me because true that you true don't know that. what I just walked through today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, I I think that you know you showing up as your authentic self and choosing the times that like that is going to be the most effective, you know, because it's like sometimes being your most authentic self is the thing that's going to get the most out of the situation, <laughs> and sometimes if you are too much yourself, then you're not going to get the outcome that you're really looking for, you know. But also sometimes it can be uh, two things because people have ulterior motives, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so you showing up authentically, you people know that okay, I know this and this is going to happen. Yeah. I calculate these moves, and I can. Yeah. I, I know I can benefit out of it. Like who's safe to, to be authentic with, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Or I mean, with yeah. podcast for for example, I come to a podcast that I'm not comfortable being authentically me on because I know the type of like energy Audience. the type of energy or where you're going to go with my words yeah because when you video and auto record anything that video and auto records then you okay. can chop up anything mm-hmm. that i say and make me sound like or sound bite or somebody i yeah. trust y'all that you know what i mean y'all yeah, do yeah. yeah. I, so, I make pretty good clips that, yeah what i'm saying though, <laughs> i don't know if you've I, seen the clips but, uh... i trust y'all spirit for real and and yeah. no but yeah, I, yeah. I i think like what zoe said about being feeling safe to be authentic yeah yeah mm. it's something that i thought of when you guys were talking was like so, like do you think this is what i think because like if the goal which i agree is to be authentic at all times but because like sometimes like you said we don't know like where someone's coming from where they're at what they can take for that day my i was thinking like maybe the goal is to like intend on being authentic but you start like you ease into it and you and this is like part of being socially aware and like you know reading the room yeah. is like okay maybe this person looks like they're happy they already have a full plate today maybe i'm gonna ease up a little bit and not just let the gates open you know the floodgates open so that's kind of yeah. like the authenticity the, floodgates yeah. yeah so it's not like you're not being yourself but you're like easing into it based on what the people in the room have space for yeah. and what the energy of the room is so you well, don't vibe other people out or something that i heard about was like mood matching and i feel oh, like oh yeah that's, that's kind of what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, it's like mood matching where it's just like there's nothing wrong with who you are but like the energy if like somebody's super down here and i'm super up here there's going to be a disconnect yeah Yeah. if but there's a there's a better chance of a connection if i lower myself just a little bit not lower myself you know like socially or any like you know just who i am but like just lower my energy yeah Yeah. the vibe where it's just like 
if I see somebody super animated, like being super animated with them makes them enjoy being around yeah, you. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, it's being yourself, but also understanding that like people are also themselves and we have to to kind of match their energy sometimes. I, I so like when that. do you decide to be the spark though, right? Because I Ooh. think in the room, it always has to be a light. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so you've been at, at shows, like I go to shows all the time, even though I'm not on them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you'll see a show where it's not going good <laughs> just one mm -hmm. right until somebody laughs until mm -hmm. somebody's that spark somebody not is oh like, i'll yeah. be the first one to laugh That's i love I'm laughing saying. i'm like yeah. one of the only comedians so that when do you decide laugh to laugh. elevate over that level right because you yeah. it, you match energies but when do you decide to say you know what no i'm gonna bring the energy yeah i say i what i would say is i would match the energy of a person but not the energy of a room you know yeah, like decide yeah. the energy of a room yeah. you know yeah. but like if you're if you're talking with like one person like i think it's it's easier to be like hey i want to meet you where you're at so that way we can have the most comfortable yeah. conversation i hear that but if it's the energy of a room like i don't want to let an entire room decide how i'm gonna feel that day like yeah. that's yeah. The, yeah. they'll probably decide shitty but I also right. like the way you because it was for you. It was almost like like what if the room needs to be brought up? You know, like that's mm. why I like G was thinking about it. Like like what if what if that I could get the room up? You know what I mean? Yeah. And in that way, it's like you're not doing it to vi to like not match with them. You're doing it because you're like I want to get everybody laughing and feeling the moment. Yeah. So exactly. I like, I like because that. and a lot of times you'll be hearing stuff that man, this stuff worked in other rooms. Oh, of I, course, I mean, yeah, we every, hear that all the, the time. The comedy yeah. shows I go to is usually my friends, and I've never heard yeah. it before. You can see how and different like, it is. Oh yeah. man, I was in this other room with y'all, and the yeah. same thing you're saying now yeah. was killing. But this room, the energy is just. Like, yeah, you're like, look. let me tell you guys uh -huh. that this is funny. It's almost like giving people permission to right. laugh, right? It's okay to laugh. Yeah, you're we like, this is fun. funny, yeah. guys. We're out here to have fun, yeah, right? Are yeah. We yeah. Not, what did you? Yeah. yeah, well, I appreciate what you said about that, just about like raising the energy of the room, because like I think it is important to know that like we have that ability to to cause that kind of change. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's like we as a single person, you know, like you have the power to one by one control the the energy of a room. You know, you can do it all at once. But well, especially being a comedian, that's like a yeah, that that, that you're thinking you about that a, makes sense. You, yeah. You yeah. like literally as a comedian. You know what it's like to have a mic on your in your hand, and knowing you telling jokes that are funny, right? And they're not. Like, but in the, in this room right here, because it is, you know, because it might be a room where it's only twelve people in there, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or a bunch of Republicans who don't want to hear about yeah. my vagina. And you're gonna talk how you talk and say what you say, <laughs> but you know these work. These are proven jokes that work in yeah. this room, though. Yeah, everybody's so dead set on not yeah. being happy. Yeah, and it's like, okay, how do I get everybody in this room to actually just? Take a moment to say, you know what? I'm outside. You could go home. You can be at home and unhappy. I yeah, like that. I like Why that. Why are you bringing that energy out to the world? We don't want it. Yeah. I like it. It's like you're giving them permission to chill out and relax and laugh at some yeah. dumb shit yeah. or some funny yeah. shit or some yeah. So I have a question. When is a time that uh, someone was authentic with you and it created a, a more of a connection? You know what that happens. The 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 times that I remember when that happens is never somebody who was supposed to be somebody i was talking to yeah right? i, I, like, I feel that no too. no reason why we should ever have this conversation right uh -huh. i was in uh dc right during the last the new on our next march and i was standing at this hotel and the union i was working with they you know what i'm saying pulled me out it was a whole thing like so so i was out there just hanging out i'm at right. this hotel i'm chilling and um i got time in dc just to connect with people and i was at the march and we was doing what we was doing and it was a dude his name was steven and he was he out, was outside the hotel and he was just chilling one day I came back it's like 2 in the morning right I was riding a scooter just, you know what I'm saying like the streets were shut off it was yeah. during a pandemic it was oh, it was yeah. crazy like you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying so downtown DC was a, a ghost town yeah. so I hopped on one of them lime scooters and it's like 2 o'clock and I'm just vibing bro right and I come back and I'm like oh I want to smoke a joint so I go outside right and I just smoke a joint and he's just chilling he's sitting there on the, on the bench and I did, I wanted to sit down. Then he he kind of had his leg up, but he wasn't like laying down like sleep. He just had his leg up. He was chilling. I was like, bro, can I sit? Got to sit right there. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He yeah, put his leg down, and then we just start talking. I'm smoking. You smoke? He's like, no, nah, I don't smoke. Yeah. I said, oh, okay, cool. Chilling. We talking. And this is the first night I'm down there. Right? right. I get there on a Thursday, and so first night I'm down there, and we chilling, and we just talking about life. He left Kansas City, told me about his 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 family, his life. And I'm smoking, I'm talking to him, and right. we just had like a, a one and a half one and a half hour conversation. I don't know, whatever it was, until I had to, you know what I'm saying, go to my room, go to sleep. But he was out there. Every night I come back. And so I'm like, yeah, two o'clock in the morning when I'm ready to come back, I know mm -hmm. I got somebody I can sit down and chill with. <laughs> check in and with. And we just check in with. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So when I came back and I was, if I was hungry, I picked up something and we came back and I, you know what I'm saying? Here, bro. I That's what's up. 
Like, yeah. You yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think it was the, cool. the fact that you were able to make a connection out of something that could have li- literally been like, you know, hey, I want to sit here. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like what I believe about the smoke break is just that, like, my best conversations are the ones where I'm standing outside with, like, folks and just being like, yo, like... I, I can learn either something from them though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The There's something you can learn from everybody yeah. if you give them the opportunity. You know. He was like, I ain't got no kids. I said, man, what makes you be outside? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, why don't you? He was like, man, I don't, I don't want to be tapped into none of that. Yeah. I just don't want to be tapped into it. Mm-hmm. He said, man, I got sisters, and I can call them if I feel like it, or I know yeah. I can call them. And talk it's like to getting them. off of Facebook. Yeah. You know? so and like, we was like, he got mental health like issues. He's like, yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff that I'm, I'm dealing with in my own head. I don't, I just don't want to be on that grid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want the bustle, the, str- the struggle, and all that. I move how I move. Yeah. What do you do other than just, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, and you it gave you like an appreciation for people who do live that life, you know, because you get got to understand. Man, I do the monk in a certain way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I believe that like a lot of people are kind of like that where it's just like if you if you literally just listen that like there's there's little gems that every single mm-hmm. person has where it's like I've been talking to people at my work and just being like Yo, like the the thing that you just said is like something that I haven't heard from like a hundred of the fucking people that I work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like this motherfucker just from out of here, like just has the the knowledge. So as far as like authenticity for you, Zoe, what what has been your experience with uh yeah, with just being yourself and saying what's on your mind? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm like I think I kinda like what G said. I feel like I can't always control being authentic. It just kinda comes naturally to me. But I think it's uh I think like I've talked about this with people before. Like I think it's opened me up to like a lot of people, like you're saying, like, I'm open to talking to people that a lot of other people might not be talking to. I will share parts of myself with people that maybe other people wouldn't. And as a result, people share parts of themselves with me. And I've learned and I've had some really cool connections with people because I am just like, I just say what's on my mind. And I'll talk about some heavy shit if it's on my mind. You know, like, I just am like that. But I also have like had the, you know, the opposite, like you were saying, where like, sometimes I think people will uh, see it as a like a weakness. And they'll kind of like, Twist your words. Yeah, or they'll like strategize against you because you putting your cards on the table and they're not. And, and that's one thing I've struggled with in my life. Like I don't not want to be an authentic person. I, I like that about myself, but I have had that situation where uh either the person like it feels like they're kind of like stacking the information on me and then I realize, oh, it's not even like they're not being authentic. So my authenticity feels like vulnerable in a way. Yeah. But then also I've I've had people that uh um like see my authenticity as, as a threat to their like way of curating themselves that makes them feel safe in the world and so they'll kind of like come at me like I've done something to threaten them because they're just not comfortable with how vulnerable I am and then I and that makes me feel bad sometimes I'm like fuck am I just like a hot mess and then I'm like oh no there's a certain type of person that gets triggered yeah. by the way I am and I've tr- I've come to try to like learn what it means but it's it's upsetting every time it happens so I think it's like probably one of the best qualities about me and then also probably one of the most challenging qualities about me is yeah. that yeah so yeah. I think people don't understand your code sometimes yeah totally yeah you're just not on the same level as some people you just don't vibe on the same level as them and it's all good just different frequencies yeah Mm -hmm. but it's weird to me when someone's threatened by your frequency though that's a weird one for me yeah yeah Yeah. like they come at you in a weird way i had this like really weird trip uh one time like well it was like i went to take a trip but then i also took a trip and uh, I was what? on hallucinating. Oh, I was going to be like, you, you went on an airplane and you took mushrooms? Yeah. Took a trip on a trip. That makes sense. And uh, it was weird because it was like, I had gotten off stage, I'd performed and I had like felt really good. And I was just like in this like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to bring up the energy of the room. And like the problem I had was, is it felt like everybody saw that light and was just like, ah. I've got to smash it. Oh, weird. You know? mm-hmm. And it's like, has anybody ever felt that where it's like you're in such a good mood and like almost somebody spots it and it's just like, nah, you're doing too good. You know? Yeah, now, yeah. The thing about that is with me is I'm I'm cool. Like, if that makes sense. Like, it, it, I'm not it saying that it's like but. a, but. He's like, you're not know. cool, like, Zane. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no. now it makes sense. <laughs> when you see that type of energy, <laughs> just be cool, right? Because a lot of people, what they oh, do like is they pull back a little bit, battle maybe. that now. Like, yeah, people yeah. want to smash it. It's like, well, no, I don't mm-hmm. want you to smash it. Blah. Yeah. No, just be cool in the situation. Oh, you trying to smash it? You yeah. ain't going to be able to. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. And then just keep being you and keep vibing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah keep yeah. turning up the party. And then you're going to pick out the people that, that boom, boom, boom. And if you turn the party up with enough people, then everybody else. Then they'll be the one odd one out. Yep. Yeah. Then they'll be the one bumming everybody yeah, out. Now, yeah. Ev- now yeah. everybody like, who, you're the one who can't wanted get to diminish that light. Yeah. 
now you mad because you're not part of the whole yeah. circle now. Mm-hmm. And so now you want to come to the light. Mm-hmm. If hey. that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. and We'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. Springtime is almost here. And like the flowers, we hope you bloom where you decide to plant yourself. Do you have a small business or have you been thinking about starting one? We are here to help you establish roots that lead to blossoms of success and all other dad jokes and bad metaphors. Reach out for a free 30-minute consultation to discuss your business legal needs or branch out and attend one of our upcoming The More You Glow seminars. These are community-oriented learning events that focus on all sorts of small business and nonprofit topics. Tickets are sliding scale, $5 to $20, and you can visit our website, rationalunicorn.com, for more information. That's rationalunicorn.com. Through all the seasons, we do community business law for everyone in the community. And we are back with the smoke break. Uh, So for this part of the show, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about trauma. Ooh, yeah, let's get excited about trauma. Big T, little T. <laughs> yeah, big T, little T. Uh, yeah, trauma is, it's a really, it's a its a complex topic. Um, it's one that like not a lot of people like to talk about. But for me, I think that it's something that's important to address because if you can't address like the core of why something's a problem, then you can't really address all the symptoms that kind of come out of it. I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, so what would you say would be kind of like, uh, would help us understand trauma a little bit more, Zoe? Oh, well, I think something that I think is important to understand about trauma is like when people have been through a lot of like from my like, you know, clinical education or whatever, something that I think is really like helpful for people to understand about their brains is like when we when people experience a lot of trauma. And I think like this is becoming more common knowledge, but it didn't used to be sure. like when people have experienced a lot of trauma, often like their brain can get stuck in like the like uh, their like well, it's like the easiest way of saying it is like their animal brain or like the part of your brain that acts off like, you know, uh, like your your uh what are the instincts you know and yeah and so i think like when we've had a lot of trauma often like things can trigger us back into that state very regularly or some people just exist in that state or they go there really quickly yeah and so there's like all these strategies to learn how it basically they call it like flipping your lid basically it's like your small brain versus your frontal (laughs) cortex you know the part of your brain that just reacts out of fear and like memory and then the part of your brain that can be logical and be like oh no i'm not actually in danger this just reminds me of something that scared me yeah exactly so i think like the understanding that whole process is really valuable because then when you learn how to heal from your trauma or how to like come down from it when you're activated and then you can understand like why you will do and say things that you don't feel necessarily in control of when you're triggered. Right. And that's when your brain like flips to that animal brain. So I think that's like a real brief understanding. Yeah. Yeah, But I think just understanding that is a really valuable part of understanding how your body reacts. And then your brain like changes because of trauma too, which is a whole other conversation. Well, yeah. yeah. And they know that drama, this is something that I think is important is that uh, I think it's like, I'm not sure how many, but I think it's up to four that they've like, been able to like document that like uh, trauma is passed down by generation and that our brains like develop around the trauma that we experience. So like Mm. I have the trauma from like four, you know, four generations ago in my body yeah. So yeah, so I think right. that's another important thing to talk about when you talk and about And it's passed on generation to generation. You got to think about it. A woman is born with all the eggs that she's going yeah. to have yeah. to produce. And so everything that she takes in while she's living life, all the trauma, all the everything, all the, the mm-hmm. good, the bad, the ugly, the, the perfect, yeah. all of it. It's, them eggs, is, is they yeah. taking it in yeah. too. So when that baby is born, yeah, right? Now that baby is born with those same traumas yeah yeah right yeah. yeah in a way and they bring the way that they they're configured they came from that egg that took all that in yeah, yeah. well that's yeah. even like in that in the mother's lifetime yeah like the, yeah. yeah no from from the mother's yeah. lifetime yeah not even yeah well Man. that makes me think about my mom my mom had like a really uh serious thing when she was pregnant with me like she kind of like unpacked a lot of her childhood trauma for the first time right. when she was pregnant with me i was her last child and uh, we have like a theory that like i because i was bathed in so much like stress hormones in her you know inside of her that that's part of why i've just been always like a real anxious person because i am more anxious than like my other siblings so it's interesting that we you talk about that generational up. curses yeah right yeah. yeah well i think that that's part of it yeah yeah it's a, it's a scientific part of generational yeah curses what happens too. what happens with it's your a, mom yeah. while you're it's in a, utero yeah. yeah a genetic part of generational yeah. curses it's not just yeah Learn behavior, yeah, and a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, that. yeah. And so yeah. when you have those right wing weirdos like, why, why is why black people been not been slaves for all yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, and then they get on that. It's like, yeah, you, but you don't understand. That's for generations. Yeah, yeah. generational curses yeah. are genetics, and yeah. racism still exists. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And we well, still live in a really yeah. racist I, culture. I think it's like, you know, like just, you know, on like a like a chemical level of like passing on that trauma. Yeah. But I also think that like our parents being traumatized, like my mom has like a huge, a huge amount of anxiety. I remember there, there was this one time she told me, she's like, I hate when people stand behind me in line. And I was like, why? And she's like, it just makes me anxious. Like I'm holding up the entire line. I'm like, you realize everybody ahead of you is also doing that, right? Yeah. She like just didn't get it. And so I was like, okay, I didn't get it. I didn't get why the, why she was so worried until I was like literally driving. And I was just like, I feel like everybody's waiting behind me. Right. And I'm like, but it's, it's, but that was just from like a conversation with her. You know what I mean? So it's just like, imagine all the stuff that I have to unpack that like she is, she's put on me. I remember she also used to say, uh, she's like, your friends aren't your friends. You know, they're just using you as a verbal punching bag. And so now mm-hmm. I'm constantly that feels like a projection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it might have been, <laughs> but, but it comes like, from her trauma, probably, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's like because she didn't know how to address that, she ended up passing that on. Well, she thought she was protecting you from something, but maybe the, the threat seemed elevated because of her experience. But the exact right? opposite for me, though, is my friends do treat me like a proverbial punching bag sometimes because we'd be roasting each other all the time. Yeah. yeah. And so it's not like we both, we, we go back and forth, but we still, we love each other in a way but like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but like back I mean. and forth is the thing that makes that different. Like yeah. you're not a punching bag because a punching bag doesn't hit back. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I, 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 but I can see that where it's like, you know, yeah, my friends and I roasted each other, but like it, yeah. it was more of a one-sided where it was just like, ah, Zane's an idiot. Ha ha ha. And I'm just like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Right guys. I am dumb. And it's okay. like, yeah. And the, there was there was there was some truth to it, but like as I grew older, I started getting paranoid that my friends weren't really. You wasn't my punching back. Did mm-hmm. you ever punch back? No, no. I there was there was a period where I did punch back. I actually it kind of goes back to the transparency thing. My best friend that I ever had, biggest asshole I've ever known. Yeah. Fucking, but at least I knew what he was thinking. Yeah. And uh, he kind of taught me how to like roast people and shit. And I was like, okay, this is fun. This is fun. And there was one time, and I'll never forget it, where uh, I'd like gotten so good at roasting people that my mom was like. Uh, She's like, you can't make me cry. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so I fucking roasted her. (laughs) You roasted your mom? Worst, worst, meanest shit. And she goes, you didn't let me finish. You can't make me cry worse than I make myself. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm not being fucking mean to nobody oh, ever again. I ever can't again. You that's, your mom. Yeah. That's rough. It fucked me I up. I my mom behind her it back. Me up yeah. Because that's that's somebody hey, who I <laughs> But part of your genetics is that way though. You probably hard, watches this. You're probably hard on yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That comes along with that generational, you know what I'm saying, generational curse. Yeah. Because I, I one thing with me, and it's not really I I hate to say generational curses because it's just things that's passed on, right? Yeah, trauma. Because I think about on the other side, they also got generational curses. Yeah, yeah. right. Absolutely. So you think of a Klansman, he got yeah. generational curses too. Yeah, she, yeah, you know what I mean. You could just say like the patterns of the, behavior. Yeah, patterns of behavior and shit that they learn mm-hmm. because of what their parents went through with their mom in yep. utero and all the other mm-hmm. stuff. And so, I think one thing about me that might be something that was passed down to me is. Uh, I don't get to the point where like I get sad when people say bad things about me. Mm. Right? It okay. doesn't make me sad. No. Instead, it's a whole different thing. It's like, yeah. oh, that's what you got to say. Yeah. 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 It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Well, yeah. but it's cool we if you could talk about it though. That's maybe that's good. Yeah. No. We can talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Tell me all the tell me all the things. Okay. Yeah. At least I know what you're thinking now, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, because, yeah. I think like I think feelings. getting sad is kind of like a, a it's a, it's an easy reaction. Getting sad and getting mad are like two really easy reactions to like somebody saying something to you or about you. But I think that you know if you can process it, you know, and that's it. Kind of goes with like processing trauma. Even is just like if you can if you can relate that 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 bad memory to something better, then like it's not as traumatic. Like yeah. so I, mm-hmm. something I heard mm-hmm. is that like we decide if something is traumatic. The person experience. Yes, the trauma that's very true. Yeah, traumatic. yeah. That's why we don't get to say like, oh, well, how was that traumatic for you? It's like different things are traumatic for different people. Right? Like I'm more sensitive right. than my sister, so some of the shit that fucked us up fucked me up worse, just mm-hmm. because I was super sensitive. But yeah, but our traumas is also different because yeah, I grew up being me, right? Yeah. If I notice somebody following me down the street, I'm like, oh, okay, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. I'm ready to no, now. I want to meet that. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Somebody following you down the street is a whole different situation. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. What about with your kids, G? Like, what do you feel like when you think about trying not to pass on stuff or trying to break patterns that you would think would be like, you know, for your like how do how do you what's the biggest lesson or how does that look for you? I want my kids to be able to be them, right? Like one thing um that I think when it comes to parenting is I'm not that I'm not you can't make your kids you. They're not you. 
Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. They're not meant to be either. Right. And so, and I think about it right now. My kids, when they're talking, they're at school, they're doing that, they're bringing the next wave of the future on, right? So pretty soon I'm going to be a dinosaur. There's going to be stuff that yeah. whatever my opinion is is not going to matter. Sure. Right? Because yeah. this is new wave of kids. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not tapped into that culture. I don't, yeah. I don't really know it like that, right? They're bringing the future. And so I have to let them be them in a way where yeah. bring it. Yeah. Be you. Get yeah. outside. Bring the future. Yeah. Well, and even they have like a better understanding of like what a positive po- like possible future could be, you know, right. because it's like they've they're growing up with like all these ideas of like, oh, it could be so amazing. And just like seeing like the thing, the cool things that you've done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're inspired. They get to be inspired by us while all at the same time getting to be their own people. Yeah. 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 It just hurts when that when that culture clashes, though. Right. Yeah. Because then you have to be that parent of like, no. Nope, this ain't the wave. Yeah. I see where you're going and nope, you need to pick better friends. Yeah. 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 Your but, friend group that I see when I looked at your phone, it yeah, your your group of friends aren't focused yeah. on the right thing. Yeah. yeah. And but, I don't know if that's but, but that, then it's up to them if they're gonna keep yeah. hanging out with them. Yeah. You can't yeah. control them when they yeah. outside. Yeah, well, but you gotta try because I mean they, like you have more life experience than they do. So that's part of you trying to like guide them, right? And life like, experience safer. is just trauma with a yeah. <laughs> you gotta guide them, but you can't yeah. beat them. No, in you can't and you can't you can't control it. But I, I like what you said because I've heard that like and I think that one of the biggest like things with parents and kids is like parents do have and I think dads specifically for just because of the way that we're socialized, like men are more individual, just like are they're taught to think that way. You guys are more like in our culture. And so I think like as a result, men, I've heard that this is like a thing often like have an even harder time, like differentiating their kids from themselves, like not seeing them because I think everybody probably struggles with seeing their kids as a projection of themselves. I think that's right. I mean, they're part of your body. Like it's weird yeah, if you yeah. didn't yeah. and you don't want them to have the same, you know, har- harms that you did. You want them to do better, whatever. But I think that that even for like males in our culture, uh, like people that are socialized as males, it's even harder. So I think that's really cool that you see how important that is, because I think that disrupts a lot of like adult, like parent child relationships as a parent not realizing that they are seeing and treating the kid as a projection of themselves and that that's part of why the kid is like trying to differentiate so hard is because they want to be seen as an individual yeah that's that makes sense why because like my mom was super into mental health uh when i was a teenager so i fucking hated it which is ironic that you now have a mental health yeah i also see the irony it's pretty awful it's pretty awful but it's actually pretty that's a generational gift yeah yeah Yeah. well i mean but at the at the time it was it was her trauma it was her trauma and her trying to protect me because she saw all the things that she experienced she saw all the negative impacts that those had and she's like how do i protect this person and she didn't realize that she was causing harm by trying to forcefully teach me all of that stuff that was her way of turning a a a curse into a gift yeah yeah absolutely Absolutely. Uh, that was her way of breaking that curse. Yeah. Of, yeah. I know I'm going to pass this on to this my child. Yeah, like she maybe she and knew so genetically you were gonna do what I'm shit. gonna do is <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Genetically, whatever. She yeah. might not even know she was doing what yeah. she was doing. Intuitively. It, yeah. it was just yeah. into it because she knew she wanted something better yeah. for you for yeah. you yeah. to be able to have a mindset of like, okay, I have to understand my mental health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? exactly. Yeah. And she yeah. she definitely gave me the tools. But I was gonna say, know. do you think it's helpful now? Yeah. Like maybe it was hard then, but do you think it's what's given you the tools yeah. to manage your it's, mental health now? It's as hard as it's, it is. It's to both admit. of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Two things can be right at the yes, same time. Both and. Yep. It was something that you probably <laughs> growing up didn't do. It was like ah, but at the same time, yeah. now that you're older, you like okay, I, I now I it probably appreciate makes it easier the parts of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so is there anything that like you feel like like a generational curse that like you feel like is like this stops with me or a gift i like the gift or a gift yeah you're your gift that stops with me or no a curse a a gift that starts or a curse that stops yeah if you couldn't think of one i was um yeah like i think i think for me like my example would be like specific behavior or something or i would say like if i were to have kids it would be yelling it would yeah. be yelling. Yeah. That would be the thing where it's like, yeah, we're going to talk this yeah. out. We're going to talk this out. Like, I I may get frustrated. I may have to walk away, yeah. but I'm not going to yell. You it, know? For me, it goes back to uh, letting my kids be them, right? Yeah. Yep. That up, was something that... Yeah, I grew up in a, in a single-parent household. I had a mom, and, like, I couldn't really say my full frustrations, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes I might be cursing or something. Like mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was that certain level of, like, you can get it out, but you better get it out respectfully. Mm-hmm. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And so it was me trying to figure out how to say 
the things that I, you know, which might have been a gift because now as a comedian, yeah, I have to figure out how I can say the things that mm-hmm. I want to say in a way where it's not offending somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, well, I but I want my kids to know that you can't offend me. Say whatever you want to say to me, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. And I might be mad. I might, I might be in a bad mood. Whatever it is, when you talk to me, talk to me and know that. I'm not. I'm not gonna punch you in the face. Yeah, and that I heard you. Yeah, like you were fine. I'm. I'm. I'm or grab my attention, Dad. You're not listening to me right now. Mm-hmm. And be that light. Be that person. Be aggressive. Yeah. About life, right? I was always taught as growing up is not to be aggressive. Don't be, be small. Aggressive. You're gonna scare people. Yeah. You're gonna scare people. Yeah. You're, gonna scare, you're a big black yeah. dude. You're gonna scare. People. So that yeah. was something that was beating on me yeah. my whole life. I don't want my kids to grow up feeling that. Be you yeah. when you walk outside. And so I want you to be bold. Be bold, be big, be you. Preach. And I think that's the that's that's that was a curse that's going to stop with me. So I, you know, I got a son that's going to be a big black dude one day. Yeah. Be you, big, big, bold, whatever you're going to be, be it. But just make sure you can control your temper, control your anger, because a lot of stuff is going to come at you being that. Yeah. Right. You're going to have opposition. So know how to protect yourself. Know when to protect yourself, and always be safe. But if you can't be safe, be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. We're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Cheers to you, my friends. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio. My name is Nate. And each Friday at 9 a.m., I bring you burnt coffee. All things Northwest and touring acts. Only on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks for tuning in. All right, welcome back to the smoke break. We're going to do a real quick clip from uh, G Wade. Uh, it's about 15 minutes, so just strap in. Uh, really funny dude. It's off of Shrista Tyree's Clowning Show. Super dope. Go check that out if you get the opportunity. But uh, right now, G Wade. Yeah. <laughs> 
understand though. She's 35 year old. She got she's a homeowner. She got two kids and a dog. She's not bitching. She's a ma'am. <laughs> Because he seen what was going on stage, right? When he did it, because when he called him to stage, he didn't play his own music. That nigga played uh, uh, Juvenile, Back That Ass Up. You know, was, yeah. Then he played EA Twins, 3 6 nine, M, six, nine. Uh, You see what happens when you play music like that? You see what I'm saying? You see what Like, pop, 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 pop. It's a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> they 
around they back, we have fun, ha ha, you know, it's a great thing. But a white dude in the church had that believes in the Second Amendment, nigga, that's strike two. I don't know if I can fuck with you. <laughs> the last one, though. The last one. Third strike. Oh. A white dude who wakes up every day, like I do, one that advantage for my people. Shout out for black people. If you love black people, clap your hands. I love to hear that shit white people in the audience because you ain't got no choice, nigga. If you don't have to meet me outside, I'll meet you outside if you. I'm just saying. But a white dude in a charter hat that believe in the Second Amendment, the white dude, that wakes up every day really caring about the advancement of his people. I'm gonna let that breathe for a minute. That's grounds for insurrection, my nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. There's a lot of white seats in the back of that F-150. You need red hats. You need red hats. Red hat, that's what I'm saying. That's why I rocked the orange one today. I like red trucker hats, but they got a negative connotation to them, huh? <laughs> but no, you know, I also like white women. Kind of for white women. I mean, why women like superheroes? Like, oh, okay, listen. <laughs> I got my favorite superheroes, right? My first favorite superhero was Batman. My second favorite superhero was Iron Man. Why? Because they're realistic, right? They're just white dudes with a lot of money that they do whatever the fuck they want to do. <laughs> it's not to say I agree with their politics. They ain't no weird ass cops. But, <laughs> but at the same time, they're realistic. They need to survive off white privilege. Nigga, that's what. <laughs> you look like you a superhero right there in that polo shirt. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, my third, my third favorite superhero, though, is white women, bro. They're a fucking superhero. You know what they can do? They can walk in any room they want to and say whatever the fuck they want to say to anybody they want to say it to, however they want to say it, whenever they want to say it. And nobody kills them. Nigga, nobody. Nobody kill them bitches. Somebody should do something to them, but nobody does. I think I got white women superpowers. I like a lot of y'all. I do. I use them whenever I can, too. Shit. I especially use them with my friends. It'd be great. Like, uh, my wife, she an electrician, right? So she fix shit for a living. So if anything break in my house, guess who fix it, nigga? Not me. Why the fuck would I fix it? Stop her from doing what she loves to do? That's crazy, right? <laughs> had a dinner party, I was talking to a couple of my homeboys and shit, and, and you know, we, we was all chilling, and everybody in the room got on me because we had a toilet broke and my wife fixed it. And they was like, how did you let your wife fix the toilet? What kind of man are you? Blah, 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 white woman, white woman, white woman. But I got black friends, I live in Portland, all their wives is white. It's <laughs> But then I was like, white woman powers activate. Ooh, white woman powers kicked in. I said, how dare you? <laughs> Tell me that I have to stop my wife from doing what she loves to do in this house? Am I the only feminist in here? <laughs> the niggas were home with hella complications. It was great. They texted me the next day like, fuck you, bro. Southern. They wanted to slap me. I was like, you wouldn't do that to a white woman, would you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm loving life right now. This pandemic got me fucked up for a minute. Mm. Now everybody just in here raw dog in this show, like, don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> The fuck out of the show. I tell you what happened. <laughs> Damn, I got this light. 
But I got one more for y'all because during the pandemic it fucked me up. Because I got real into like crying, like reality crying shows and shit. I was watching everything, first 48. I had cops. You too, see? That's what I'm okay. My favorite one though, I got into Catch a Predator. I was like, oh, I love that show. It's great. My favorite part is like when you get real uncomfortable, right? <laughs> when a nigga walk in the house with wine coolers, fidget spinners, fruit snacks, Chris Hansen come in like, hey, buddy, what you got in the bag? Uh, none of the condoms and fidget spinners and fruit snacks. Nigga, we know what you're here for. Get the fuck And then the nigga, the bush nigga, just jump out, tackle him as he's walking out. That's my favorite. <laughs> It's a lot of stuff that we do, right? That we think about and it contradicts itself, right? Like me, for instance. I really don't like white women, but I fucked a lot of them in my life. It's a contradiction. I hate sex trafficking, but I watch a lot of porno. It's a contradiction. I really hate when people try to fuck kids, but if I can get three more seasons of the Catch a Predator. And welcome back to the smoke break. Yeah, that was that was super dope, G. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, have fun tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's dope. That's dope. So we got a little bit more time left. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about what you're excited for. I mean, you know, fucking. I'm excited for a lot, man. Yeah, tell me I'm about excited it. for tomorrow. I'm excited for. I don't know. I'm taking my kids to the festival in a little bit, so I'm oh, excited yeah, yeah. for that. Um. Like professionally, what am I excited for? No, nah, it could be or anything. anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited to, to take my kids down to the festival. So get them yeah. I'm not gonna go on rides, no. but I'm gonna let them go on all the rides they want to. I might go on one or two. You get yeah. sick? They're gonna have to talk to me about it. Huh? Do you get like motion sickness? The only time I've ever thrown up, I've gone off ride. I went on. I was at uh, Six Flags, and I went on the Superman like four times in a row. <laughs> wow. It was like we so was. You in, were trying to throw up. <laughs> well, it was the first. I was. I was. Uh, I just got to AIT after uh, after boot camp. Okay. Right, mm. and it was the first like four day pass that we had, and so I was like, man, I got. We got to do something. We sure. just literally we, we spent. Uh, uh, 11 weeks over here at Fort Leonard Wood going through this basic training. We get to AIT. We spend four weeks here in this blackout phase where we couldn't go nowhere. Okay. Like, we need to get out. I need a rush. Bro. I need yeah. five adrenaline rushes. Really yeah, quick. it'll right grow. Yeah. And so we was like, let's go to Six Flags. <laughs> and so we went to Six Flags. And when Superman, when I was on that Superman, boom. I did it, and I was like, oh, I want to go back and do it again. Duh. And I did it again, and then I did it again. And then <laughs> when I got up, I was like, oh, and I threw up. Uh, and then uh, I did it again. <laughs> Way to face your fears, man. Yeah, I mean, hey, we got to get back on it. We got to do it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. No, that's, I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm excited for a lot. Yeah, no, that's dope. That's dope. I think, like, you know, getting to spend time with family is, like, something that I got to do in the last couple of weeks. And it's, like, I I think that you're really lucky to have your family so close and be able to, you know, spend time with them like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Zoe, what about you? What are you excited for? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've said this, like, five times over the last couple of months, but I'm really excited okay. for the it? warmer weather. Yeah. Are you hoping that you're just going to, like, by will of Leo just season. repeating it? Yeah, I'm just it, hoping that I'll, stop, I'll start looking a little bit more like cooked chicken opposed to raw chicken. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, that's the difference for me <laughs> um, between the summer and the winter. Uh, yeah. But, no, I that's partially it. But I think also I've been kind of, like, today I've been trying to, like, do a weird, like, little reset. I used to, like, walk a lot more and be yeah. outside a lot more. And I feel like over the pandemic and then being in school, I really, like, got out of that shit. And I think it's uh impacted like my mental and my physical health so today i was kind of having like a i went on a walk today and i was like okay we're gonna do an hour walk like every day just because i used to always do it and it just yeah. and so i think and so i'm feeling a little bit excited to like try to do a little bit of reset around like 
being a little more conscious of my physical well-being, how it impacts my mental well-being. Yeah. 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 Just trying to get more balanced. I when think. I called you, you said that you were out on a walk. So. I call it a mental health walk. A mental health walk. <laughs> because if I, this is what I do is I take my dog for like a 10 minute walk, 15 minute walk, and then I drop him off because he just wants to sniff shit the whole time. And then I can't. And then I go on. Then like you can't a, walk. Yeah. And then I go on. Well, I can walk, but it's like I can't get in like that groove, you know, like where I'm like, you heard me. I was like out of breath a little bit. You know, I was walking fast. <laughs> like I'm trying to like do a little meditating, you know, like notice the nature, but then also and breathe a little bit, but then also like just try to get my exert myself a little bit because I kind of hate working out, even though I still do it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I think like, you know, just taking steps like that, you know, it's like you didn't go on a run. You didn't fucking climb a mountain, but you took a step to like try and make yourself feel a little bit better. Yeah. And just being outside, especially when the weather it's everything smells good right now and it's like yeah. all pretty. And I'm just trying to like, you know, because we've all been stuck inside for so long. The tulips, the tulips it's, is blooming right yeah, now. Yeah. And all the yeah. shit. I mean, they about to die though. They about to they open it up now. But like the, the like apple yeah. blossoms and sh the cherry blossoms and shit. That's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. No, it's, it looks it looks really great outside. I want to try and get outside more. Um, let's just go for a hike after yeah. this. Let's just go yeah. for a hike. <laughs> I'd like a, we could do just like a casual yeah, walk. Yeah, I'll go on rides with them. Yeah, I'll hang out with G because I hate rides. Happy, <laughs> yeah. let's go. <laughs> I should probably hang out with my niece and nephew. I should take them. Oh, I there, what you they're doing. there you go. There you go. That's something yeah. I need to do too. I need to be, hang out with my family more. I feel like yeah. I'm so caught up in being in school and starting a new mm -hmm. job that that's part of the balance. I Are you still trying. in school? No, I'm done, but I'm okay. start, you know, starting a new career and yeah. all that. So, yeah. So yeah. yeah, family is important. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. That was something that like, I wish it wouldn't have taken like a celebration of life to get everybody together right. and be like, oh, okay, like these are people I enjoy spending time with. These are people who you know, like, ain't that crazy, help though? me grow. I know, it always does bring people together. More, every time a funeral will bring everybody together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, get, you might be able to get, depending on who you are in your family, you might be able to get 12 people at your birthday party. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, but if yeah. you died. You had a funeral. Oh yeah. oh yeah! My funeral is going to be the best birthday party be I ever. <laughs> my own birthday. My own birthday. This is one thing I tell my family all the time: when I die, I don't want no crazy funeral. Just find a place, dig a hole, and put my body in naked. Yeah, <laughs> the earth is where I came from. You want to be I'm naked? Back. He's like, don't you naked. dare bury don't me no in clothes, boxer don't briefs. Nothing. On yeah. Me. yeah. Just, just throw me in a hole, just, naked, and put some dirt on it. I want the earth on my balls as I die. It's all good. I'm gone. But just have a party. Have a big yeah. everybody who's gonna be there. Bring call everybody you know and tell them to come to this place. Mm -hmm. yeah. Call everybody you know, tell them to come to this place. And then y'all just talk. Yeah. Share stories and that's the only way my life is gonna keep going. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna go once my body dies, my body is dead. Yeah. And so the only way my life is gonna keep going is if the last you get two deaths. You only get two. Yep. You get the first time. When your body goes, and yep. the second time when the last person that ever knew you, any story, anything about you that I ever lived, yep. is now no longer responding. Oh, that's yep. weird. When I that last person that. dies, the last time that somebody says your real name, death. That's, that's weird. That's, I hadn't thought that's about that before. Yeah, death. I heard that's that like a death. rap lyric or damn. some shit, and I was just like, "Damn!" Like when your memory dies, damn, I, that's deep. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, that's yeah. the real death. Damn. Yeah. Think about it. Jesus ain't dead yet. Because yeah. people still talk about You're Jesus right. all the time. Yeah. Right. That's very he, so what you gonna do? Yeah. How's how he supposed yeah. to come back? He from, has from risen. Yeah. That's how know. that's how Jesus he came back. Rose. He be, <laughs> Michael Jesus Jackson, stay Elvis Presley, they still living too. <laughs> Zane, what are you what are <laughs> what you excited for, Zane? Uh, what am I excited for? Um I have been oh I'm moving. I'm moving. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm moving. That's kinda that's kinda crazy. I'm trying to track down a car. So Okay. And then you'll really be moving. Hey, this is Zoe's last episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. This is this is my last episode. No, um, <laughs> I'm homeless. This is over. No, um, I've I've actually got some really good supports and stuff. So I feel like that's going to make a huge difference. You know, like whether it's like between the car or it's between the place. Like I feel like I have a place to stay, and um, people like showed up when I was like, hey, I just need a little bit to get me going. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. people showed up and. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm. I guess I'm just excited for a lot of the possibilities. I did a uh, music and comedy show last night, mm. so that was that was really dope. Where'd you uh, at? Uh, it was over on Seaside. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was an interesting show. Uh, you ever like prepare comedy and then they're like, "There's kids here," and you're like, "Yeah, me and Dave were talking. About, I was oh, gonna no, go. I'm you like, would be fine because go. you know how to like, so, you know, like how to be funny without being offensive. But yeah. like for me and like Zoe, yeah. it's just like ah, I have my jokes and that's what I planned for. Yeah. Uh, Zoe wasn't there. It was Hartenfeld. I was gonna go though originally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw you throw a solo or did you? you I went you with James, I went with James Hartenfeld. Okay. And uh, you ever tap in with uh, the Black Pioneers or Champagne James? 
Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Champagne James yeah. knows me. Yeah, okay. yeah, I know champagne. What about Jess? You I know Jess? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm out here trying to meet everybody. Hip-hop shows, is, they, they be fun, they be fun, bro. I yeah, go, no, I did I a go Champagne James show, go to, I had a blast. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they know how to, the pr- promoters that know how to promote, like, it makes a huge difference. You have a show tonight. No, that girl, I do. You what's gotta you, tap in with that girl, Jess. Okay. What's your show tonight? Okay, uh, my show tonight is, uh, it's for Jamie Stewart, and mm. it is okay. at a place that I am not sure. Oh. I need it's to a check comedy the show? flyer. Yeah, comedy, okay. comedy. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing 10 to 15. I'm gonna see if I can get away with doing music, though. You will know where it's at? <laughs> you want to know the worst part? Is no, I don't I know what it. time it is. I do that shit all the time, bro. I do it all the Instagram, time. It's I'm all sure. good. You got a lot of time to figure it out. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure you know. Yeah, you just don't yeah. know. You're gonna be there. Yeah, you yeah. know. You I ain't will got be there. No I will be there. Yeah. yeah. I have nothing else scheduled. I knew I had to be free tonight, but I was like, I got up until the podcast <laughs> to, to be able to mess around and do a little bit of stuff. But yeah, I've been doing a lot more shows. It's been nice, just kind of like getting my head back together mm-hmm. and just feeling like you know I'm I'm ready to go out and and, and you know enjoy the world because I I feel like when your head's not right, like you know nothing else even if everything else is right it doesn't feel right mm-hmm. you know yeah that's true yeah. listen i tell myself this all the time when i wake up if i can't pull a spell on my face before i walk out them doors i'm gonna go back in the house and figure it out mm. i'm gonna go back in the house and figure it out I, maybe i gotta meditate a little bit more maybe i gotta do some yoga maybe i gotta i don't know brush my teeth shower again do I you don't meditate know every day g I don't meditate every day but I meditate regularly often. yeah very often I've been tr- that's one of the things i've been trying I, to do I'll be, more i miss of. days I know it'll yeah. make a big difference. I've been trying. I just I tend to do it now, like when I'm feeling bad. But I really have this goal of those. Those are one of the other goals. I was like I want to walk an hour today. I want to meditate ten minutes a day. Is one of my goals. Yeah, yeah. Me and Zane did an accountability thing once, and then he did anyway. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, did I did it, and Zoe wasn't accountable, so I just ended up doing it by myself. Yeah, but then I I'd be recommending it to my clients and stuff, and then I'm like, I better do it if I'm going to be telling people to do it. You don't do it in your car. No, you I I do like it. walking meditation where I'll breathe like while I'm walking. You know, like but I do meditate sometimes. I just do breathe. You, do you know? Do you know what meditation means? Or what? the art of meditation is. I don't know. Tell What's me. What's your definition? It's my definition, or not, yeah, that, my definition of it. If that if that makes sense, but it's literally clearing your mind. Yeah. Of everything, right? And so you can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. But it's so like- a lot of times I, I will. I, I won't say every day, but a lot of times I will take time to just meditate. Ten, and just clear my mind. Take just listen to my breath. Yeah. In my brain, in my in my body, where it's going. Mm-hmm. Blowing it out. Mm-hmm. Trying to pick and just clear my mind of everything else that I got to do that day. Mm-hmm. Just for, you know what I mean, a couple of minutes. So you can mm-hmm. do it anywhere. I do it sometimes like when I, yeah, like if I, before I go in, like if I go to a show or into a mic or something, if I'm feeling yeah. anxious that day or something, I'll yeah. breathe a little bit. I'll breathe while I'm driving even. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. it's 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 always like a shame when like the stuff that, that could be helping us like all the time is the stuff that we only do when it's like in like almost a crisis where yeah. it's like, oh man, shit's as bad as it needs to be. I should probably blank, you know? And it's like, no, you should have been blank every day. Right. Well, especially because yeah. then well, when you get really you bad. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Whenever you can get it, which is probably more realistic than every day. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that, like, you, you just have like a tendency to beat yourself up if it's like if you set the goal yeah. of every day, then you miss every day, then you're like, well, my plan was every day and I didn't, so fuck any day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how like something that's supposed to make you feel better can become like another thing that you're failing at if you do it wrong <laughs> <laughs> or if you think about it wrong. But, oh, I like yeah. that. That's yeah. that's, a, that's a human thing to do though because yeah. we always fo- we want to fix things, so we focus on the negative things a lot of times because we want to fix them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that that continues to be the thing that consumes our brain yep. mm-hmm. is the negatives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we want to fix them. Yeah. yeah. And if, yeah, well, while we doing that, we get anxious. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think like fixing stuff is something that like I, I've tried to try to like take less of a, a, an active role in, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. like some things work themselves out, you know? And it's like sometimes trying to fix something when it's not broken is the thing that breaks it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it, it could break it worse. It could, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just have to like, turn the car off for a second and then start it back up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But if you're like, you're making shit worse. Right. But it feels like you're doing something. Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? Yeah. 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 But I mean, like trying to turn it off is like the thing that, you know, keeps you from just like run, like running into the same problem, trying to repeat the same thing, trying to, you know, fix something that's not broken when all it might need is a rest. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I was thinking about when you were talking about that, like, like meditating. Another thing I think that's like part of meditating is uh, like 
letting yourself well like mindfulness is like having the experiences that you're having but trying to step back from them a little bit right like giving yourself space to like i'm feeling sad right now like labeling the way you're feeling or like i'm feeling shame right now you know so it's like you're giving space for the emotion but you're also taking a step back from it at the same time and labeling it as something separate for you not something that you have to like that's like gonna dictate the rest of the day or whatever so one thing i noticed when i meditate is even though I, i clear my mind I would just start thinking about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I would notice myself like, oh man, you really are just going down this yeah. path of thinking about something, clear your mind again. And it just helps me put those things, those thoughts, those in boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Can yeah. Kind of compartmentalize. It's like that. the power yeah. of the mind. Yeah. Not letting your thoughts like sweep you away every time right. you have one. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Doug, thank you so much, G Wade, for joining yeah, us. Thanks it's, for being been, here, G. it's been such a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Zoe, thank you so much. That has been the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio.